Hi out there. I'm Pat Pauley, and I want to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we interview someone from the arts or from organizations related to the arts. And this week, we're talking about Seattle Recreative, a nonprofit art materials recycling center in the Greenwood area of Seattle. Here to talk with us is Jenna Boitano, executive director and co-founder of Seattle Recreative. Now, Jenna has over 15 years of experience in the nonprofit sector. She's been part of organizations working on a variety of issues from adult literacy to youth in the juvenile justice system. She most recently worked as executive director of Crayons to Calculators in Durham, North Carolina. While in Durham, she served on the board of the Scrap Exchange and fell in love with creative reuse. She received her Juris Doctorate from Santa Clara University Law School and is a member of the California Bar. Jenna also holds a BA in History from the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. Welcome to the show, Jenna. Thank you so much for having me. You certainly have a lot of experience. Uh, before even doing this. But before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that there are so many ways to listen to Artbeat Northwest. Of course, uh, many listeners will tune in at, on <clears throat> 1150 a.m. on their drive home. Of course, it's at 5 p.m. drive time every Tuesday or on their home radio. Or we also have listeners across the U.S. and actually around the world who listen to the program streaming from the 1150kknw.com website. You can also get the free app for your cell phone, instructions on the website. Or if you miss a program or you want to re-listen or recommend it to a friend, uh, all programs are available on the website. Just go to 1150kknw.com, click on the archives, and find Artbeat Northwest and then select. All previous programs are there by subject and date, just a click away. We'll be back shortly talking about Seattle Recreative. Stay tuned to Artbeat Northwest. Don't miss the wonderful exhibits at the Bellevue Arts Museum this fall. The Bellevue Arts Museum is the Pacific Northwest Center for Art, Craft, and Design in downtown Bellevue. On Now is Searching for Home, a solo exhibit by Humera Abid. Abid offers a passionate and intimate look at the humanitarian consequences of the worldwide refugee crisis through meticulously crafted wood, sculptures, and miniature painting on until March of 2018. Opening November 10th is Making Our Mark. Over 250 teaching artists from the Pratt Fine Arts Center present an ambitious show celebrating Pratt's 40th anniversary on until March of 2018. Hope to see you soon at the Bellevue Arts Museum. Don't hibernate, rejuvenate with a winter art class at the Kirkland Art Center. Experience learning something new or refining your skills from long ago in ceramics, wheel throwing, hand building with clay, printmaking, collage, painting, and more. Sign up for one of our many art classes for kids, teens, and adults at the East Side's only arts education center since 1962. And check out our free gallery exhibits featuring regional fine artists. 
To register and find out more, visit kirklandartcenter.org. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Art Meet Northwest. We're here talking with Jenna Boitano about Seattle Recreative on Art Beat Northwest. And Jenna, why don't you, in a nutshell, tell us just what is Seattle Recreative? Sure. Seattle Recreative, our mission is to promote creativity, community, and environmental stewardship through creative reuse and art education. That's a fancy way of saying that we have a retail shop that is like a thrift store for art supplies. We do programming for kids and adults, and we do it while really trying to build the creative community in Seattle. So what motivated you to start Seattle Recreative? So I, as you mentioned in the intro, was on the board of an organization called the Scrap Exchange in Durham, North Carolina. They are an organization that's been a creative reuse center for the last 26 years. And when I was on their board, I really felt the most creative I, I had in my life to that point. Um, I also, serving on the board, served with people who had been to the Scrap Exchange as kids. So they had had their birthday party there. They shopped there with their parents. And so as I left Durham and moved to Seattle, I looked around for a similar type of place. I had, at the time, a small child. Um, I soon had a second child. And I really wanted them to be able to think about materials in the way that I saw kids thinking about materials at the Scrap Exchange, right? So it's not just a bottle cap. It's something that could be the wheel of a car or the hat for a doll or, you know, really a flower. It could be really anything. And I loved the idea of having a space like that where kids could take a material and then create something new or different out of it. And also as an adult, I liked being able to do that too. So uh, when I moved here, I looked around and at the time there was a place called uh, Creation Station, which was still open in Linwood. Um, And so I was like, oh, well, that needs being met. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. They don't need me. Um, But shortly after we moved here, it closed, unfortunately. And I thought, you know, I really believe that every every city, every town, even every neighborhood potentially could use a place where people can find those materials. You know, those little things that you might need to finish a project or just a place where you can think a little bit differently about materials. Um, and so that's kind of how it planted the seed in my mind of someday I'm going to open a creative reuse place. <laughs> and they have now been open for just three years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I was over there, and it is a bustling place. You all have gotten that place going in record time. It kind of feels like a community center. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where people um, have really responded. It's really resonated with people, right? Right. Um, which I think is always good. You know, when you start a thing, you're you're like, I, I hope I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, and I think we've really seen that. You know, we've gotten great support from our from our neighbors, from other community members. We have people who come from throughout the greater greater King County and even outside of King County to shop with us um, or to come take a class. And so I think. It's really just a mission that's resonated with people. I think people like to make stuff, and they like to meet other people who make stuff. Well, and they like these uh, donated materials, the fact that they're recycling. Mm -hmm. I think the first contact people probably have is they come into the store looking for recycled materials that are, you know, a little less expensive. Art materials can be very expensive Mm -hmm. when you buy them new. Um, I went over to your place, and I was looking for art materials, and I realized 
that you, it's the kind of place where you never know what's going to be there. So you kind of have to check there, you know, every week or so. And and then uh, Jenna was saying, well, some people come in more often than once a week to check just to see, you know, uh, if what they really want has been donated. So I found one thing. I uh, I found a Hague brush that I needed for watercolor, and I it said 75 cents. That's only I, They didn't really have a lot of things for watercolor. Anyway, I checked back on my list of things that I had ordered uh, from an online supplier, and I think it was $19 and something I had paid for this hake brush that wasn't as nice as the one I got for $0.75. Cents. So I think you can get some real bargains there, but, you know, you never quite know what's going to be there. Yeah, we do have a number of customers who say that they always check at Seattle Recreative first, right, before they're going to go pay full price. They like to do a swing through Seattle Recreative and see if we might have the thing that they need before they go to the the traditional art store. Yeah, I I think that's kind of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the second thing that you have that's really seems to be very popular is that you have so many classes there. Um, Why don't you talk a little bit about your classes? Because they, uh, they all sound so interesting and wonderful. And of course, they're done with recycled materials. Yeah, so. absolutely. So uh, our, I would say our most regular class is Monday through Friday. We do a drop-in messy toddler art class called Paint Playground. Um, and we call that's an experiential materials, sensory-based materials exploration class. So oh, they probably love it. Right? Oh, yeah. It's a messy <laughs> toddler art. Um <laughs> It's the things that you want to do with your kids as a parent, but you don't want to do in your house. Because <laughs> it's too messy. Yes, because it's too messy. So there's, But the parents do come with Oh, yes. The parents do come, and they do stay. Um, and we really want to give parents ideas that they could take back home if they wanted to, um, but that maybe they're not sure how to get started or... You know, my own children always do better when I'm not the person trying to get them to do the thing. Um, And so this class is really about creative process and not about product. Um, Because one of the things we love at Seattle Recreative is the process of making it a thing, even if the end product might not be necessarily the way you want it to be. Or you as a parent might want your child to make something that looks a certain way um, when they're just like, oh, I'm so involved in this process. I don't care how it turns out. Um, well, that's the way to be. Actually. Exactly. I, th- I think if we could all get back to that, it would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we do that class six, uh, five mornings a week, um, excuse me. So Monday through uh, Friday, nine to noon, that's available. Uh, We also do a series of classes. We do some family classes. So it's where a parent and a child can take a class together. Um, We do, we have coming up a family sewing class where, you know, a parent and a child could work together on some projects around a theme. We've done in the past family woodworking where a parent and child can come and work on a project together. Um, And then we do a series that we call our Dabbler series. So I just did air quotes. Um, (laughs) You can't see that because this is the radio. Um, But that's really a class where if you want to dip your toe into something, you're not quite sure you want to make a full commitment, but you want to try it out. Our monthly Dabbler is a great way to do that. Um, that's really where you come and for a few hours try out something. So Now, is that for adults? That's for grownups, yeah. Oh, okay. So we do... uh, 
we have coming up an intro to embroidery, right? So I think a lot of the um, stitch arts have really come back. You know, you see people cross-stitching and doing different things. So if, if you've ever wanted to try out embroidery, our intro to embroidery, embroidery class is a great option. We also have um, a board member who's going to lug in his big letterpress and do an intro to letterpress oh. class as a dabbler just because it's something he's into. And so he thought, hey, can I do a, you know, <laughs> just a workshop and show people how to do a letterpress? And we're like, yes, yes, you can. So those are some examples of our monthly dabblers. Well, do you have any collage? Now, the things that interested me on your site were the torn paper collage yep. and the mixed media collage. Yeah. So we they looked really fun. And I saw some of the products and it looks really Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So we have a torn paper collage class coming up later this spring. um, And that's we've run that one before. And that's really just like magazine pages that get torn into little strips and assembled into amazing works of art. It's they're beautiful. And they show some on your website and just go look on there and you'll see you go, oh, I want to try that. Yeah. Well, and it really gives you a different view of paper, right? Like all the different ways Instead of just throwing it in the recycle bin, you're like, oh, maybe I could use this for one more thing before <laughs> before it ends up in the recycle bin. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then mixed media collage, too. We've done a number of classes with that because we have a lot of little bits that can be combined into really amazing things. Yeah, you could use a lot of these recycled things. Mm-hmm. Mi- mixed media means anything. Yeah, exactly. It really you know, does. You've got mixed media. It's like assemblage. You can <laughs> you can make an assemb- uh, you know an assemblage out of really anything. So, and let's see. I think I saw some. Other, well, you have things where uh, the library brings kids in, or and and does workshops, or maybe you do workshops at the library. Yeah, so we do, uh, throughout the year, we do outreach programming at different locations. Um, So we will do things both with Seattle Public Libraries and King County Public Libraries, where we'll come in and do a class, or maybe around a specific theme, or um, to go with a specific book, or something like that. Um, And so those happen really throughout the year, and those are actually on the calendar on our website as well. And their calendar, by the way, I was telling her, I was looking down the year at their calendar, and my goodness, they, they do so many things. But when we were there, I have to ask you, um, there were a lot of women in that, uh, I think it's your community room, and they were winding yarn. My husband was talking to them, and, and they were volunteers. And how do you get to be a volunteer there? That sounds like fun, too, or an intern. Yeah, so uh, if you are interested in being a volunteer, you just need to, you can either go on our website, which is www.seattlerecreative.org, or you can email a volunteer at seattlerecreative.org. Um, and we constantly need volunteers. Oh, as, great. As materials come in, um, vol- either our staff or volunteers process through all the materials um, and price and put things out on the floor. So I imagine there really is a lot of work to do to get all of those different items organized. Yeah. And, you know, you've been to the store, so, you know, we do have things pretty well organized. I mean, um, I think there are some people who really want to dig through all the bins and find the things and you can absolutely still do that. But it would at least be all in one place together and then you can kind of have the treasure hunt. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Um, And then... Besides uh, volunteers, uh, there's internships that you have available. Absolutely. How do those work? So those, um, again, you could contact through the same email. 
Uh, we've had a number of interns th- throughout our three year, our long three year history. Um, year history. <laughs> it is hard to believe that I they know. started only three years ago. Yeah, it's. I mean, it really has been an amazing ride. But um, we've had a number of interns, and they've done all sorts of things for us. So. We currently have a high school intern who is working both in the store and with our outreach coordinator to get some things prepped for those outreaches that we do at different libraries. Um, And so we have a number of opportunities for interns. We'll take interns of all ages for credit, for not credit. Uh, You can also email that volunteer, volunteer at seattlerecreative.org email as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we've got lots of opportunities for people to help. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's already time for a break. Stay tuned for more about Seattle Recreative on RV Northwest. Transform the winter blahs into the winter ahs with some creative inspiration at the Kirkland Arts Center. Winter is the perfect time to learn a new art skill from ceramics, painting, printmaking, drawing, Photoshop, collage, and more. You can learn from professional art instructors at the East Side's number one arts learning community in Kirkland. Register now for winter classes starting in January. At KAC, we believe in the power of the arts to transform and inspire. Learn more and register online at kirklandartcenter.org. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Jenna Boitano about Seattle Recreative on Artbeat Northwest. And Jenna, uh, one of the things that you thrive on, of course, is donations. Um, How does one make a donation to Seattle Recreative? Yeah, so if you are interested in making a materials donation, we love your stuff. Uh, But we do have a pretty exhaustive list of what we will take and what we won't take on our website. So I would suggest that as a starting point, to go on our website. Check the website. Check the website. Uh, We also ask that you make a donation appointment only because uh, in the beginning we didn't have an appointment system and we would sometimes get overwhelmed by very large donations One of the things I know about crafters, especially as they clean out, is they might get rid of a lot of things all at one time. And so when, you know, you think you're getting a few boxes, but a truck full of things shows up, (laughs) you know, we don't have to throw you into a tailspin. We don't have a limit. We have we we have a pretty limited supply of space, um, as you've seen, Pat. And so we we try to space out those large donations. Yeah. Yeah. And I think making an appointment, you know, and it also, I think, tells you on the website how to kind of organize a bit. Mm-hmm. So if you make an appointment, that means it's a few weeks ahead. And then, you know, so it keeps people from just kind of dumping things. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, um, we definitely want your stuff, but we are a little bit picky um, because we do have a limited amount of space. We're only in about 2,100 square feet in Greenwood. Um, and so we, and we get, for, I would say, anywhere between a ton to a ton and a half of materials a month. And so we have to constantly be getting things out to the store. And so we, we, we want to make sure that we can do that. Um, and we don't want to be overwhelmed because <laughs> we don't have a lot of storage space for stuff. Right. So what are the kinds of items that our are, are people are what are you looking for for yeah. donations? I think our most popular items are those traditional art supplies that you mentioned, like your fancy brush. Yeah, um, I imagine they, they go in a hurry. Yeah, they do. Those kind of those fine art supplies um, are are very popular. Uh, 
we sell a lot of yarn, a lot of fabric, and a lot of beads too. So, yeah. um, and buttons. You will love buttons or those oh. sewing notions, you know, yeah. especially things that maybe you can't find in a store now. You know, we have a lot of people who work on costumes or oh. want to restore things to be a certain way. And so they're looking for those little kind of vintage bits to include in their in our costume. And, and talking about vintage bits, uh, when we were in there, the gal was telling us, I mean, we were looking at all these old black and white photographs, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody has in their trunk and saying, well, who would want those? And she said, oh, they're, mar- everybody mm-hmm. loves these. Yeah. I know they put them in collages, you know, mm-hmm. they look so authentic and so old and, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like slides, we, we have some artists who love to come and see if we have any slides or negatives. Um, so what do they do with those? You know, it's a great question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask them. Yeah. I mean, they make something amazing, I'm sure. And I think things like that, you know, people aren't using those. They aren't taking pictures. Not as many pictures. People are, have moved mostly to digital, right? And so there's a finite amount of those things in the world. Yes. Um, and so I think for people who like to make things with them, we're a great resource. Yes, but we'll have to find out what they make yeah. from them. So you have some other things that are really kind of creating community, like your open studio hours, mm-hmm. your free monthly sit and stitch. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk about those a little bit? Sure, yeah. In um, So we actually have a community makerspace in our space, um, which is really important to us. We want to make sure that there's a place for people to work on projects that maybe they wouldn't be able to work on at home. In that space, we've got things like kind of basic supplies. So a sewing machine, sergers, hot glue guns, pens, scissors, all that sort of stuff. Um, And people either bring in their own project that they're working on and work on it in our space, or um, they might buy some materials and then work on a project in our space. And that space is open whenever we're not using it, whenever the store is open and we're not using it for a class or a birthday party or something else. So we always recommend that people call the store before they come in with their project. But there is a lot of hours of the day when it's not in use. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you also asked about our monthly sit and stitch. So that's the third Sunday of every month. We have a free sit and stitch. So you can come on in if you crochet or knit or embroider or really do anything involving stitches, um, you can come in and meet a group of people who are working on the same thing. It's run by probably one of the volunteers who is winding yarn. Um, There are two women who run it, um, and one of them usually brings cookies. So there's usually some, some food, a little bit of snack community, and then just engaging in Conversation. Yeah, conversation and and making. And making. Oh, that's great. Now, you have a couple sales coming up. We sure do. You have um, an extra amount of fabric. So, yeah, having a big sale on that. Mm -hmm. So, that's Sunday, uh, January 28th. uh, And it is our, we do it three times a year. So, um, it's. Oh, you do it? We do it three times a year. We get so much fabric that we do a sale multiple times a year. Normally, a yard of fabric in our store runs $2 a yard. On the 28th, it will be $1 a yard. Uh, We're open from 12 to 5 on Sunday. If you want to get in early bird, you can make a $5 donation to Seattle Recreative and get in an hour early. And get your choice of all the fabrics. Exactly. (laughs) You get first dibs then if you pay $5. But there'll probably be plenty left. Oh, yeah. If you don't go early. Uh Uh-huh. There will be. Because you got lots. Well, we get a lot. 
And then you get a lot of beads, too. So. We sure and do. got a special event. Yeah, planned. we've got a special event coming up in February, February 15th. Um, it's our Beads and Bubbles event. It's the first time we're doing this event. We get a lot of high-end beads that we haven't been able to get out onto the floor. Um, and we have a lot of bead backstock just because there are so many beads. Where Do you, do you have a lot of storage space for all this we stuff? We don't. Luckily, <laughs> beads don't take up very much space. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay, they're kind of small. <laughs> yeah. So um, this event is an after-hours event, so it starts at 6 o'clock. Uh, it's a ticketed event, so you pay $10, and you get locked in our store with staff, and you can drink bubbly drinks either alcoholic or non-alcoholic and so you have champagne we do have champagne we thought that'd be a good pairing bubbles and beads oh, yeah bubbles and beads. you it have sounds... some champagne look through beads with your friends it'll be it, wonderful you know, it sounds it sounds great yeah and there are a lot of beaters around exactly yes but we are already running out of time so thank you so much jenna for sharing all that information about Seattle Recreative. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Well, it's really been a pleasure talking with you about this wonderful creation, your creation, along with a friend, of course, Mm -hmm. only three years old and just booming. You know, I think you, it, you know, it's a good subject, the recycling and the classes, but it takes somebody who really can put it together, and I really applaud what you've done. Thank you. Now, how do we go online and find out more about Seattle Recreative and your classes? Yeah, so you can go on our website, which is just www.seattlerecreative.org. You can also uh, like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. We are in those places as well. Okay. Well, now... We know there's so much going on at Seattle Recreative and such a good cause. Be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. for news and views of the local art scene. I'm Pat Polly signing off on Beat Northwest. Have a great, creative, recycle week. (laughs) 